Welcome to Scale with Virtual Assistants, where we explore how to get support from virtual assistants so that you can grow your business and have a life. Welcome, everyone. Today, I am joined by Graham Haywood. He has um, a number of businesses, um, uniform image, where he helps people um, to wear their uniforms, whether it's soccer uniforms or for electricians, and I'm sure he can explain what he does better than me. And um, Graham is such an awesome and kind guy, and I was recently able to see pictures in his stories of when he actually met his virtual assistant in the Philippines. So I'm sure we'll hear a bit more about that later. Welcome, Graham. Oh, good morning. So Thank can you, you describe your business better than me, Graham? Well, look, I guess the upshot, the easy version is that we provide branded uniforms for uh, businesses of all sorts from small to large. It could be a small tradie up to a corporate um, and the other side of the business is all about sporting clubs. So yeah. it's uniforms for, you know, almost any sport that you can think of across the board, um, but predominantly places like soccer, baseball, netball, um, they're sort of probably the key ones. Beautiful. And I love this because, as you can tell, I don't, apart from what you shared with me, I don't know much about your industry because we often get asked, oh, what, like, industries are your clients from? And I'm like, all sorts of things. Like, Graham, he does uniforms. And so I get to learn about, you know, the different industries. Um, so, you know, later on, it'll be great to hear how you get support from a virtual assistant because it's not a common, um, you know, we don't have a whole heap of uniform people as clients. So it just shows you that there's things that virtual assistants can do for pretty much every business. So I look forward to learning more about that. But first, Graham, um, you've been a client of ours for a few years now. So if you like take your mind back before COVID and all that, <laughs> um, and when you were deciding to get Tessa on board, your virtual assistant, where was your business at and, you know, what was part of your decision-making around getting Tessa on board? Okay, so I'd been thinking about a VA probably for um, maybe about six months uh, before, you know, the decision was made to, I guess, move forward. And and it came, I guess, from a, a colleague who had mentioned that they had a, a VA and I guess my main concern at the time was how do I keep um, a virtual assistant busy? Mm. Uh, because there were lots of things that I felt they needed help with, but it was sort of varied across the board. And, I, you know, it's not the skill of any one person to do everything. Yes. And I think um, I mentioned that when we were first talking about um, getting someone on board, it was how do we keep someone busy? Mm. And I think you'd said to me along the lines, you'll find that once it gets going, it just snowballs and then you yes. start finding lots of work for them. And I guess that's what ended up happening. But the where I'd just taken on the sports side of the business from a colleague, um, so our business was growing and I was struggling to keep up with production and admin and trying to grow the business. So it was time to, I guess, dip my toe in the water to see what we could do to get some help. And... I just made the decision that I needed to do something. And from the feedback I'd had from others, I felt that this was a, probably a smart move for me, although I didn't yeah. really know what I was going to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. Like sometimes being a business owner, it's like making a decision, even though there's some uncertainty there. 
Um, And I love that you're pondering it for six months. I often find it's the thoughtful business owners who are just going, how could this work for me? Who've been pondering it um, for a little bit that that often are successful. So, if, you know, for all those people listening, like listen to more podcasts, read more content, ponder yeah, yeah. it and work out how, how it could work for you if, if that's how you want to go. Um, and so, Graham, you you said that you didn't know, you didn't think you'd have enough work for a virtual assistant, which is a very common thing that people tell me. Um, I had PJ on for... Uh, podcast a little while back and that was her concern and she now has two full-time virtual assistants so um so you know hers has evolved but what I'd love for you to share is what does Tessa support you with okay well that's been an evolving journey over a few years so we started off um I guess one of the areas I felt I needed some help with was someone that could help with um a little bit of research and also some graphic design work. And even though that wasn't Tessa's main background, um, she was very keen to jump in and just help out. And I guess over, I guess, the course of about six to eight months, we, you know, just through talking and trying to work out different things to do. Um, so it was a real collaborative process to try. So I wanted to get the most out of Tessa and she want, she was keen to learn and, it has to be an enjoyable process for everyone. So over that period, we sort of worked out that um, an area that I needed lots of help with and that she was very keen to work on was more in and around the whole social media side of things. And so it evolved over a period of time and um, she still does lots of other things for us. So every now and then I'll say, okay, we've got to do lots of research. Can you find out? Um, some contact details or information about all these different sporting clubs, as an example, and then she'll put together a whole spreadsheet for us, and um, you know we start contacting those people to see if we can, um, I guess, eventually find some more clients and do do yeah. some more work. So her um, role has evolved over the last uh, few years, and it's probably, and I guess that's something that I'd just say to everyone that's thinking of a VA, um, unless you have someone that you want to be extremely skilled in a particular niche, um, then it's an evolving process. And the more you talk to people and work out what you really want and how they're going to be able to help you, um, you just, um, I guess, slowly move to a certain direction that suits both of us. Yeah. So that's, that's sort of how we progress things. So now she handles um, pretty much all of our social media um, and a lot of it is a collaborative process. It's not just her doing everything by herself, um, but she comes up with lots of good ideas. And I think that's, um, I guess, a big plus with Tessa being part of the team that you've been managing is that she gets lots of input and lots of ideas from other people and that comes back and feeds into, I guess, ideas that we might have as well. So she becomes, I guess, the whole process has become very proactive with what she's doing for us now, which is makes our life so much easier. <laughs> it's been good. That's amazing. So social media, which obviously encompasses a lot of things, coming up with ideas, posting yep. things, 
responding to you know messages and things like that um then there's the research so the the sort of research was the almost like sales support research was it so she finds potential clients for you uh you know and then you reach out to them so is that you reaching out to them like calling them or how do you reach out to the clients Um, so that's a bit of a mixed bag. Um, there are some people that we might run email campaigns as a starting point to um, run as an introduction. Um, mm. There are other people that we might have a preliminary contact with that we will then make phone calls. <laughs> Most of those phone calls will just be done by myself or a colleague I've got working with us. Um, but Tess is doing all the, I guess, what I'd call grunt work to get the ball rolling and to get yes. help us get the foot in the door. And it's yeah. not, you know, I mean, when you think of, most people think of social media as being, you know, Facebook and LinkedIn, but it's sort of covering everything. So she'll do a lot of research on LinkedIn and find, you know, people that might fit um, the profile of the clients we're after. Um, she'll make uh, initial contact with them. Um and if there's a whole series of just simple questions, she can answer all of those. We've been through some templates on those sorts of things to make it easy. And uh, when it gets to a point where it starts getting a bit more specific or we need to um, make a slightly different sort of contact, then she'll let me know and then we'll take action from our side of it. So it's there's a lot of preliminary work that she will do and then we'll take over when we need to. Yeah, I, I love that. And... Um, research is something that so sometimes people the, the work goes up and down so especially if the the virtual assistant supporting with operations um, the, as you know Graham the work comes and goes in waves yeah. and I think research or some sort of background task is a good thing to have so for example if there's not many questions to answer um, that day then Tessa might spend more time on research. But if there's lots of questions to answer that day, she'll, like, answer the questions first. So um, for, yeah, for people listening, just think about if you have a virtual assistant, they might have those operational tasks that sort of wax and wane. But consider having a background task, whether it's, you know, researching potential people for you to call or um, it might be saving all your content in a format that makes sense with a file name that makes sense or whatever it is that but that background task is really helpful yeah i think that's crucial um it's like everything we do in business there's no you know you can have a plan for a day but uh we're relying on feedback from you know potential customers and people that we're trying to touch and so you'll have some days where you'll get lots of feedback um or lots of inquiry and some action needs to be taken and then other days it's quiet. So Tess has got um, a number of tasks to do and we just touch base each day and she'll tell me what the plan is for her for the day. Um, And that's, I guess, what I'd refer to as uh, 80% of her work. And then the other 20% is things where it's very uh, task-specific um, which is where we'll give her very, I guess, clear guidelines um, to go away. And a lot of that is, a, is around research, um, but yeah. it's very targeted research. It's sort of one-off type research and then all the other bits she just does in the background as she needs to. Yeah, I love that. Talk to me about the graphic design that Tessa does for you. <laughs> okay, so that started as um, doing 
what we referred to as mock-ups for customers. So um, anyone that needs to, for us to, as an example, make a new jersey for a club um, or a new outfit or new corporate uniforms, um, we put together a whole series of mock-ups to show people as to how things are going to look and how things are going to, their uniform is going to integrate with it, everything that they want. So she was helping with that side of things um, and that sort of slowly evolved into now doing mostly graphics work in and around creating videos um, and, and content for social media. So it's like just the other day she said, I've come up with this little video idea. For, you know, it's only a 30-second video um, that's aimed uh, specifically for people in the construction industry. And yes. Yeah, it needs a little bit of tweaking, but I mean, it's something I wouldn't have started with. So, you know, she's she's always thinking of those sorts of things, and the video content that she creates is great. And um, and other times, it's just creating graphics for um, posts that might have to go up on various social media platforms. Beautiful. Well, thanks for those examples. Um, and so, having Tessa support you with all these things, how has that impacted your business? Um, well, the <laughs> what she's working on um, over the last well, period of time has been an area that I really haven't had time to embrace. Mm. Um, I would sort of class myself as being a bit of a, a dinosaur when it comes to social media, um, <laughs> but uh, I know the basics of it, but I'm not, um, I wouldn't call myself an expert at all in how to, how we should do certain things or how things should look. Um, I mean, my kids are masters at it and they can tell me exactly what's got to happen. But Tessa takes that role on. So for um, me, it's helping push the business out in front of um, people that would not normally have known about us um, Mm -hmm. and expanding our profile. So we've gone from being a local um, supplier to being Australia-wide now. And that's in a big part has come down to what Tess has been able to do to, with her research um, on, and finding potential customers through LinkedIn, through the sorts of posts that she puts up on um, you know, Facebook and Instagram and the sort of content that she's trying to create. So um, I guess if I sort of look back to where I was and what I was doing, um, uh, and I guess to a certain extent still am, a lot of my time is, um, you know, I spend trying to grow the business, but yes. it's not in the area, in the space that Tess has been working on, which is the social media side of things. So for my side of it, it's back-end systems um, and it's speaking to people when we get to that point that the conversation needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other side of it is some days I get, you know, caught up in, too much production work when we were a bit overwhelmed, um, but it's it's I guess without uh, having taken on that taking the plunge I guess to get a yeah. VA, then I'd still be caught up in production work and not growing the business. And so the big yeah. for me the really big step has been that it really the VA has really helped me. Um, grow the business and get more customers on board, which has been fantastic. Beautiful. Local to national. What's next? Well, <laughs> we've still got a lot more national to do, but anyway, <laughs> it's good. 
Um, and so, Graham, one question that I often get asked is how do you communicate with a virtual assistant? So obviously I've got my answer, but I'd love to know your real-life example of how you communicate with Tessa. Okay, so um, every day uh, there's uh, we use Slack uh, to help with communication um, and I'd say probably maybe 90% of that is just through messages that we're sending backwards and forwards um could be pictures could be videos examples whatever it is um every so often there are phone calls and those phone calls we drive through slack as well um and that's really our main tool i mean other things happen via email but we use uh, slack as our driving force and that's it's simple it's easy um you know it's not costing us anything and um you know, the, we can have the team, the conversation being just between Tessa and myself or it could be amongst the whole team, everyone in a bigger group. Um, yeah. But, you know, 99% of it is just between Tessa and myself. And yeah. so she might have a question, she'll post a question, I'll get back to her on my ideas. Um, so even just for some content yesterday, she said, I've got these ideas on how we can get some people to engage with us. I'm thinking of doing these posts and... Um, so my response was that it was the idea was fantastic. We just needed to tweak the questions a little bit um, on because of the sort of engagement we wanted. And yes. um, now she's implementing it. And it's all happening. So um, Slack's yeah. been a great tool for making that making that easy. Yeah, that's amazing. We also use Slack, and obviously there's a paid version of Slack, but you can get away with a lot in the free version. So oh, um, yeah, it's it's what we need. It's been fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, Graham, I find that when I'm working with my team, I often learn about myself and you've worked with Tessa for a few years now. So, And I know you're a self, you know, reflective man. So what have you learned about yourself in this process? <laughs> oh, well, um, it's taught me to be um, more organised. So I guess when I uh, Tessa first came on board, there was, um, you know, it's not fighting fires but it's reacting to things that are happening each day and uh you know i found it hard to start with to give tessa the time that was needed which was a new va needs a bit of time you've got to talk Mm. to them and give them direction and um and i found that a real challenge to start with but it's yeah it's the end result is that the more organized i am then the easier it is is for everyone and mm. the end result from that is it's um, having her on board and I guess making me a little bit more disciplined with and maybe a little bit more ruthless with my time in some ways um, yes. has the payoff has been that we've been able to grow the business and I'm generally a little bit less stressed than, <laughs> than certainly what I was. So um <laughs> I guess yeah. Looking back to a couple of years ago, um, it's even though we've had a roller coaster with COVID and everything, it's been um, a good move forward. Yeah, I, I love that. Stress, a little bit more focused, which is which is great. Ge- um, generally, a little bit more stressed. What a global team virtual system can do. Well, I think it, it's. Yeah, stressed in, in the areas that I want to grow the business. So it's forcing, it's as a team, we're, we're coming up with new ideas and new directions. And um, 
that just means that we've got to put a little bit more time and thought into a new area. Uh, but that's what everyone's got to do when they're trying to grow a business. Um, if we all just sit down and do the same thing every day, then we might do really well for a year or two, but at some point, you know, people are going to overtake us. So yeah, you're right, um, Graham. Like I, I've got 12 virtual assistants just, just in my team, um, but I always find myself busy and a little bit stressed, but I'm stressed because it's something new and exciting and unknown and and so, yeah, I completely yeah, that's get exactly it. exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, Graham, obviously you've been very successful working with Tessa um, and I saw the lovely pictures of you meeting her in the Philippines, which I know she loved. And so what's been your secret to success of working with Tessa? <coughs> um, I don't know. How do I... I guess, actually, if we look back to when we first started and we, we interviewed a couple of the VAs yes. and at the time we had um, a couple of people who were, um, I guess, very driven and very focused in certain areas, um, but I ended up choosing Tessa because I wanted some, someone that was maybe a little bit more of an all-rounder and someone that mm. we could, we could mould as opposed yes. to someone that, we sort of had to fit in with maybe their way of doing things. <clears throat> so, um, look, I think the the fact that we've had um, Tessa as being someone that's willing to do anything and willing to learn um, has been great for us. There, I know there are going to be other people that will want someone that's very focused in just one area. Mm. Um, and I guess that's for us as well, I'm starting to consider with a second VA, but it's more from the accounting and bookwork side of things. And yes. I guess that's a slight, very different sort of role to what we're having with Tessa and it'll be very focused. Um, mm. But anyway, look, I don't know. We've, um, I don't know, Tessa's just, just helped us grow, be better. Um, yeah. You know, it was nice being able to get over to the Philippines. We've got a factory over there that we work with to do a lot of our manufacturing and it was a great opportunity to go and see her. Even though we've been on video chats, it's nice to be able to um, see someone face-to-face and she was so excited and played tour operator and showed me all around her hometown, which was just fantastic. And I guess, you know, any contact that people can have face-to-face is always nice if it can happen. But otherwise it's face-to-face via the virtual world. Yeah, we're also beautiful. We got pictures in our Slack. I'm sure you had pictures in your <laughs> Slack as well. <laughs> um, so, Graham, what, what advice do you have for business owners who are thinking about getting a virtual assistant? Um, well, I guess the first point is not to be afraid. You've got mm. to try. Um, and I think the um, from the different VAs that uh, you guys are managing, um, it's wide and varied, um, yes. so people can help with anything from admin tasks to graphics works to social media to accounting to, I mean, so many different things. And, yes. you know, there are some areas where you want someone to be pigeonholed for a very specific task because that's what you need the most help with. Others are a little bit different, but there's it's an evolving process and I guess I look back to when I first started it was I was scared to see how busy I was going to be able to keep Tessa um, but there's the more you do the more you find that they can do um, yeah. and the more opportunity comes 
So it's a, and I guess the other thing is that with a VA, I'd say if you're just going to, if you just want to give them something and then just walk away and not have any real involvement, then it may not be so easy to make it work. I mean, my feeling is that you, you need to have some involvement. They need to be treated just like local staff. Um, yes. And it doesn't mean that you're with them 24 hours a day, but they still have to be involved in meetings. They still have to have some direction. They still have to be, um, I don't know, maybe given a little bit more um what do you call it, like grooming or advice on how to do things better. They need praise when things are done well, just like anyone else. So as long as people are willing to do that, then the VAs will help anyone, regardless of industry and and regardless of how big or small they are. Yeah, well said, Graham. I, I couldn't um, agree more. Like it, it's, uh, yeah, got a team member. They just happen to be in the Philippines about they're a member of your team and um and I guess the, from what I've found with Tessa too is that she's really excited to hear about any success that's come from work that she's done um mm. and likewise she's happy to um get feedback if something hasn't worked so well because she wants to evolve as well so yes. it's it, it is very much a two-way street and um even though business owners I guess have the ultimate say in what's going on we also have to take ownership of um, how the VAs are working and how they're evolving. So just like yeah. we do with our staff back here. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. So, Graham, you've offered so many insights um, like today. I, I really, really appreciate it. So if someone's been listening and going, oh, he's an insightful guy and I know a company that needs some beautiful uniforms, what's the best way for people to contact you? Well, I guess as a starting point, the um, email is always a great uh, place to start, uh, which is just info at uniformimage.com.au. I guess um, if people want to phone, they can phone. Um, All the details are on our website, which, again, you can just go through uniformimage.com.au or the sports side of it, which is allsportsapparel.com.au. And um, more than happy to, if someone wants to talk to me about VAs if I'm happy to have a chat to them about that side of it too if they um, feel the need. That's very kind of you, Graham. I appreciate it. Now, final words for people listening. What what would you like to share, Graham? Um, look, I'd uh, just like to uh, let everyone know that the um, VA side of things is a great journey. Um, it's exciting. There's lots that we all learn. And um, it's a great way to grow the business and it's a matter of being able to let go a little bit and enjoy the ride. And I think if everyone can do that, they're going to be as happy as the rest of us. Well, thank you very much, Graeme. I appreciate you sharing um, with us today. No problems. Thanks very much for having me.